bears or who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. What up, what up? We're back with uh, week six Born Losers podcast. Um, this week's podcast is actually uh, brought to you by a new sponsor. New sponsor alert. Woo! My name is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's brought to you by Lowrider Beef Jerky Co. Um, and it's Lowrider Beef Jerky Co. on Instagram and Lowrider Beef Jerky on Facebook. So uh, be listening uh, for the rest of the podcast for the flavor of the week picks. And we're going to be having a promo code. So uh, listen to the pod. You hear the promo code. Go to Lowrider Beef Jerky and you'll you'll get um, a discount. And they deliver, right? They deliver free delivery in Albuquerque. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to start with our breakouts and busts, injuries. Uh, we're going to do the waiver wire. We have a new segment, Are They Back? Um, busts and steals. And then a look at next week, our flavor of the week pick. And some questions to round it out for the pod. Um, how was your week, Lawrence? Uh, it was all right. Right now, looks like I should win three, lose two. But those two leagues I'm losing in is Yahoo, so they don't count. And then the Survivor League, my team kicked ass. But I, tonight I'm looking at, I need the Cardinals defense. I have them starting, and I'm playing against C.D. Lamb and the kicker for the Cowboys. So hopefully I can get that one in. How'd you do this last week? Actually, did pre- played pretty decent. Um, one of the leagues, I just need Kyler to not just to stay the same pace that he's at right now, and I'll win. Um, but if he goes off, I'll probably lose that one. Survivor survived again. Lamar Jackson, C.H. and Justin Jefferson pretty much carried me. Um, our league, uh, I smacked the shit out of Marion. Um, so <laughs> GG's Marion, but yeah, we, my team actually looks very solid in that league. I I really like that team. Oh uh, yeah, and like in one of those, I had uh, Gordon, Melvin Gordon, and Kamara as my running backs. Melvin Gordon, the DUI, and then he got strep throat, <laughs> and then Kamara was on bye. I had to, and uh, my other running back was Justin Jefferson, real weak in the running back. So I had to pick up two free agents. Started Chris Thompson and Matt Brieta, and somehow it looks like I'm that's the one with the two. Uh, with CD Lamb and the kicker, so it looks like I have a shot to win that. Surprisingly. Oh shit! Um, and then Mark with his fucking best best week of his life. He's gonna he's gonna beat me this week, and I still I had a good week too. So that's kind of trash. And then this other league, I I kicked ass. I I smacked Daniel in in that league. So that that's nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you want to start with the uh, breakouts and busts of this week? We'll start with those quarterbacks. Yeah, we'll get in with uh, quarterbacks. We have Deshaun Watson, the high man. He is, you know, last two games started back doing good. Billy O'Stooge, bro. He got off his back. Now he had 335 yards, four touchdowns, 26 rushing yards. And then number two, another guy came on a bounce back week. Matt Ryan had a shit week the week before. This week with Julio, they had 371 yards passing, four touchdowns. And then Ryan Tannehill, all three of these guys have had 30 yards this week. Ryan Tannehill had four touchdowns, a pick, and 364 yards. Uh, Wentz played surprisingly well. I actually have uh, 
some stats on Wentz. We'll get we'll get into later. Yeah, they even though they lost, he had twenty nine point four two points. So, yeah, uh, he's he's yeah, an he interesting five rushes for fifty nine yards. He's an interesting pickup. So, I'll, I'll, we'll get into that later. Though. Lamar Jackson's breaking the five top five, twenty eight points this week, mainly rushing. He had one hundred eight yards rushing and a touchdown. And I saw a thing that Lamar Jackson and uh, damn, I can't even think of who the other quarterback is right now. Oh, and Daniel Jones. Only quarterbacks in the league to re- lead their team in rushing. No way. <laughs> Tannehill, or not Tannehill. Um, Fitzmagic did Fitzmagic that last year. Fitzmagic led us while. last year. We yeah. Um, trash. And then the breakout, uh, finish it up, was Rivers, Kirk Cousins, and Jimmy all had the, the next highest games all over 23. The bust for the week, we had Big Ben and only 10 points. <laughs> we had Big Ben only 10 points this week. He Damn. had. He only threw 22 passes, 162 yards, one touchdown. That's weird because they still won. Yeah. Uh, they probably were up a lot. So, Connor, he had yeah, yeah they, he they only did. had twenty rushes. So th- it was weird. They only had forty two plays between those two. Yeah. Um, and then Teddy Bridgewater, he finally came down. But they did play a tough Chicago defense. He had two hundred sixteen yards, two picks, and eighty forty eight yards rushing. Aaron Rodgers was, you know, got cocky. He did that stupid thing. They called back his touchdown, and then they just sucked. Um, yeah. He that was fifth, sixteen for thirty five, one hundred sixty yards, two picks. Um, I needed them to win my four teamer, and they big major L against the Bucks. Screwed me. Um, we'll get into the running backs. The big dog, Derrick Henry, uh, Tennessee had forty point four points, uh, twenty two rushes, two hundred and twelve yards, two tuds. Um, he had two tar- He had two receptions for fifty two yards and five targets. So he- he's still not a huge in the the passing game, but. He gets kind of the ball 20-plus times a game, and he broke that one for 94 yards. I don't understand how he's 6'5", 200-some pounds, and he's outrunning these corners. Yeah, like and that. then those stats that he had this week look like the stats he had back in high school. Yeah. They've been showing on I think Twitter. I saw, I saw those stats in high school, and it said his worst game in high school was 185 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, so he, <laughs> did, he literally did that this week. Um, and then DeAndre Swift. 27.3 points, uh, 14 carries, 166 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, only three receptions for five targets, though. Uh, Ronald Jones, he looked like a beast out there um, against Green Bay. He had 23 carries, uh, 113 uh, yards, two touchdowns uh, for 26.1 points this week. Uh, James Conner, 17.2 points. He had 20 uh, rushes, 101 yards, and a touchdown. He only had one target. Um, out of the backfield though, so I think Benny Snell has been taking those third down. I thought I, I was I was watching the game. Um, my boy Miles Gaskin, uh, he had 16.6 points, 18 rushes, 91 yards, zero touchdowns, um, four four receptions for 35 yards. I don't think was Miles Gaskin even drafted. Do, do you know the ADP on that one? He was undrafted. He was undrafted, huh? He yeah. didn't have a lot of drafts. That, so well, that's for ESPN. Who, yeah. at least. All the ADPs I was looking at was ESPN. So, yeah, yeah he was outside. More people drafted James Robinson. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah, he's still good too, James but Robinson. Still, but yeah. still, you picked him. You pick. You pick up Miles Gaskin. Like we were saying, the first couple. And he had weeks. a decent game li- uh, season last year. I thought, like for the games he played. Yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then the round out that that uh, top. Uh, we have Jonathan Taylor, fifteen point five; James Robinson, fifteen point three; and James White, fifteen point three. So those are all pretty solid uh, running backs. We'll get into the bus. <laughs> I'm gonna have a little fun with this soundboard, bro. This this thing's hilarious. Um, so the bus of this week, Alexander Madison. 
four points. He had ten carries for twenty six yards against Atlanta. I and thought I thought he was gonna have a big. I think everybody did. It. Matthew Barry said that the only two people that he would start over him this week would be Zeke and I don't even know what the other running back or Derrick Henry. That's crazy. And those are only two running backs that he felt would have a better week than Madison, and Madison had four points. Yeah, I figured he was going to step up big time. Uh, Kareem Hunt, 7.7 points, 13 rushes, 40 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, two, uh, Three targets, two receptions for 17 yards, and their loss against Cleveland. I mean, against Pittsburgh. Cleveland couldn't get anything going, though, on offense, so that was a little rough. Uh, Devontae Freeman... 6.7 points. He had 18 rushes, though, for 61 yards. Um, so the volume's there. It just They just got to figure it out. I mean, that offensive line isn't good. Daniel Jones is I had to start him in one league this week. I did, too. And then a guy that's been at the top of the list every week, Mike Davis, he only had 11.5. He still had 18 rushes, 52 yards, and a touchdown. Um, did he have, like, a fumble or something in there? I don't know. I, d- I think he um, he did fumble. He did fumble? Yeah. So, yeah, he lost points there. But still a guy that we've been looking at every week as a top top uh, five running back since CMC's gone. Yeah, that's a bad week, but Had a, it, I'm, I'm not scared. Yeah, double digits. Still starting that yeah, guy. Yeah, don't be scared of Mike Davis. And you want to get into those wide receivers? Yeah, we had a big uh, week from a rookie to lead off the receivers this year or this week. He had... 39.6, nine catches, 166 yards, two touchdowns. He had 11 targets. And like I was just saying earlier, he had two times more targets than anyone else on the Vikings uh, this week. So he's a must-start every week now. Yeah, he's he, unless you have three stars, I don't see why he wouldn't be starting. I Yeah, I bro, I screwed up. I started Devontae Parker over here this week just because they were playing the Jets. Like, I thought I thought definitely there he was going to get more against the Jets. Um so I kind of screwed that one. I ended up still winning that league, but uh, Justin Jefferson would have been nice to, to get those points up. And then Julio came back from injury, had a massive eight catch, 137 yard, two touchdown, ten target game. And I guess that was just a real big shootout. Did you the top see, two guys are Atlanta and Minnesota? Did you see him after the game? No. He was like walking off, like with somebody, acting like his like he like hurt himself, like he was like limping off. And then, like, some lady came to uh, interview him, and he, like, started walking all fine and just, like, laughed about it. Yeah, he went on for his week back, so that was nice, at least, for anyone that owned him and thought he had a shaky week before he got injured. And then Will Fuller, he's that boomer bust kind of guy. He had six catches, 123 yards, touchdown, 11 targets. I know I've seen this a question on Twitter. I don't know who even asked it. I don't know if they even asked us. I think I just saw it. Uh, would you be starting Will Fuller every week over Odell? Uh, at this point, I don't know. Those are both kind of weird guys. Those are both guys I don't really like because of that boom bust kind of thing. But or is it just kind of like a matchup play at that? I point? I think that those two guys are even enough to where it's gonna be a matchup. Who do you think's gonna have that boom week? I don't okay. really like either of them, but they do produce some weeks. Yeah. AJ Brown's had some solid games since he's been back. Five catches, fifty-six yards, two touchdowns in the game tying touchdown this week. Uh, Brandon Cooks had two top five uh, Texas receivers this week. Cooks had 21-8, nine catches, back-to-back games with over uh, eight catches, I believe. He had nine catches, 68 yards, and a touchdown on nine targets. And him and Watson have been showing out these last two weeks, so hopefully that keeps up. And then uh, to finish out our receivers, we had Keenan Cole, 
20.3, Travis Fulgham, 19.5, Calvin Ridley, 18.9, and Chase Claypool again had another solid week, 18.1. And he missed a one-yard touch. He was he got pushed out one yard. Did he? Yeah, a rushing touchdown. Damn. So so it would have been he would have been a top top three if he got that touchdown. And then moving into bus Cooper Cup, he had 4.1 points. He had three catches, 11 yards, on nine targets, and he was been doing pretty good this year. He's he was top. Let's see. He was pretty high on the list. I feel like. Oh. I don't know. I want to say he was top 20 this receiver this year, and he just didn't show out this week. Um, Juju Smith, he was only had 2.6, and he's had two or three bad games in the roll now. He only had four targets this week, two catches for six yards. How about that stat I told you earlier? Since, since the uh, Antonio Brown area, era, uh, he's only had one game over 84 yards. And that's crazy just because last year he had some solid games. I didn't know that was a thing. That's crazy, right? I, I figured it was – I didn't think that. That That's an insane stat. Yeah, I guess it's different when you're the, the main guy, the, the corner shadow, instead yeah. of being the second guy. But still, A.B., he was dicing him up anyways. Um, Let's see. Who else we got? We got T.Y. Hilton. He had 2.1 this week. He only had one catch for 11 yards, five targets. And then my he boy Mike. He did have a touchdown, though. But they got called back. Right? Did he? Penalty, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that. And then they threw it to some white dude. Yeah. A random white Random. Guy. Random ass dude. Yeah. I actually watched that play. And then my boy Mike <coughs> finishing up the list. Mike Evans, two points, one catch for 10 yards. And he's had two or three games like this where he's had 10 or less yards. But he found the end zone both those games. He only had two targets this week. Didn't find the end zone. So, But they did... Uh, Tom Brady didn't have that good of a game either. He only had he had less than 200 yards passing. Didn't really pass the ball much because it was after they got that lead. It's just a run uh, run the ball with Jones. So, but still, you don't want to see that for yeah, your main exactly. guy. And then uh, tight ends this week: Anthony Fersker, 25.3 points uh, for Tennessee. He had eight eight receptions, 130 yards, a touchdown on nine targets. So he pretty much took all of John Smith's targets this week, right? Yeah, Smith went down, though. Got hurt. Did he? Oh, okay. So that, uh, that makes more sense. Frisker, uh, Frisker, whatever the hell his name is, last week, uh, Marcus, he bet his over some whatever yards, and I was like, who the hell is he? Why did he bet that? And he didn't have two. He had like five, six targets last week, but uh, he didn't do that good. And then this week, he came up with eight catches. So Yeah, on nine targets. Tannehill's just slinging it. I, I feel like you have, like, A.J. Brown was in the top this week. You have those guys out in Tennessee. They're playing good right now. Um, George Kittle back on top, twenty three point nine points, seven receptions, one hundred nine yards, and a touchdown on ten targets. Uh, he's Jimmy's favorite target in that offense, so don't ever see that really uh, stopping um, unless they play the Dolphins. You know, <laughs> Trey Burton, twenty one point nine points, uh, four receptions, fifty eight yards, and a touchdown. And then he ran a he rushed one in. On yeah, a wild I saw cat. that. On a yeah, uh, he was supposed to be good. I think it was last year, year before with the Bears. Bears, and then he gets get, kept getting hurt, so he couldn't stay healthy. But it's nice to see him, you know, doing something now. Yeah, uh, Darren Fells, twenty point five points, six receptions, eighty five yards, a touchdown on seven targets, uh, and then Gronk. <laughs> I hate guys like this. <laughs> just, we just talk, we were just, just talking going about him last up and week. down, up and down, and the next week he's gonna have three catches for five yards. He does look slow though. He doesn't look... He's never been fast, though. But he's been quicker than linebackers. Linebackers faster these days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, next week, he, I am still not impressed, but like tight ends is such a shit position this year, even worse than usual. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, you I don't was know, talking but... about dudes like Anthony Fersker. So, uh, and then Adam Shaheen. <laughs> yeah, but Gronk, 18.8 points, five receptions, 78 yards, a touchdown on eight targets. That's the most targeted this year. Yeah, so that that's very solid. Maybe uh, they tried to get him involved more this game, which is nice. Maybe it, it, it'll help the fantasy guys going forward uh, with them. And then to round out the tight ends, Hayden Hurst, 15.7 points. Adam Shaheen for the Dolphins, 14.1. And Logan Thomas, 13.2. We talked about Logan Thomas a few times this year. And last, I don't know if it was last week, week four. I think it was last week. I mentioned that he was like top five in targets for tight ends. He just hasn't produced well. So hopefully he's still going to get his targets. Hopefully he can start producing better. I didn't realize Logan Thomas is the same Logan Thomas that was drafted as a quarterback for the Cardinals. Was it? They're the same guy. I didn't even know the Cardinals I didn't know he switched over to tight end. I have no idea about that either. Yeah. Um, and then our bust uh, at tight end, Zach Ertz, uh, 7.3 points. He has he had four receptions, 33 yards on 10 targets, but he did go down um, in that game. I don't know how serious it is, but if he, if he does miss a few weeks, we do have someone you could pick up. Um, that'll be in our waiver wire picks. Uh, Robert Tonian. 5.5 points, three receptions, 25 yards on four targets. Uh, we thought he probably was going to be the man coming off that big three-touchdown game. Then uh, he saw Tampa Bay. I <laughs> uh, didn't know what to do out there. I think he got hurt. Yeah, he he hit his ankle. He came yeah. back in the game, though. But uh, Evan Ingram seems to be in this area all the time. Uh, five points, two receptions, 30 yards on three targets with the in the win against Washington. Mark Andrews, 4.1 points, two receptions, 21 yards on four targets. Uh, but Lamar Jackson wasn't really throwing it. They, they started scoring big when he started running the ball. So that's kind of what happened there. And move over to kickers. We had a crazy game this week with from Brandon McManus. He had 24 points, and that was the only points that Denver Broncos scored this week and somehow still won. Yeah, I played uh, against him. Mark Mark smacked the shit out of him. Uh, I, that's unheard of, 24 points. But then Young Ho, he had 20. So another crazy stat line for kickers. To have your kicker score over 20 points in a week. More than likely you're going to get the dub. I yeah, think. unless your team just shits, shits the bed. Yeah. You should get the dub. And then uh, Young Ho, he's been number three in the, his position. McManus, eight. And then Tucker had the third most with 16 points. It was nice to see him up there. He's been position. He's a uh, position ranked three or two right now. And then we had uh, Carlos Santos from Chicago at 13, and Randy Bullock. He bounced back because that offense finally did some stuff this week. He had 11, and he's still uh, kicker number five right now. Um, and then defenses, uh, Bucks versus the Packers. They had 20 points. Um, they had a pick six in there. I think they had another interception from uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, they're position ranked three, and they're gonna go up this week because uh, number one was the Colts, and they got I think three points or two. Oh wow! Points this week, so they'll be higher. Uh, Steelers versus Browns. Steelers were I think they're a top. They might have been the, the number one defense off the board on most leagues. Yeah, they were. Uh, they scored nineteen points this week. Position ranked four. Uh, Broncos versus Pats, which is kind of a surprising one to me. Um, I thought the Pats were going to go in there and take care of business, but the Broncos played well, 15 points, uh, position ranked 12. Uh, Giants scored 13. They're they're surprising. They're position ranked six. Yeah, that's weird. And, like, uh, a bunch of teams like that 
you find their ways in the top tens. Like last year, the Jets were shit, and their defense finished top ten. Their defense right now might be top twelve. Really, a lot of these bad teams are have good defenses. That's it's interesting. Weird. And then uh, Miami versus the Jets. Miami had twelve points, uh, position rank nine. My boy X had that big interception in the first half. I I think he's probably one of the top three corners right now in the league. He's been he's he's caught an interception every game this season. Has he? Yeah. I heard the guy from uh the Packers are supposed to be one of the top guys and he Now nah, dog fins up. He sucks. Fins up, baby. Alexander couldn't stop anybody. I was tripping on them drugs and I hurt my left knee. Told that bitch I'm a dog, but you better not pet me. I hate jealous ass broke niggas. That's my pet peeve. I just woke up, then I broke my left knee. Alright, so we're going to start with our injuries of this week. What were the big injuries we are right. looking at? Injuries, we got uh, Mark Ingram with the ankle injury. And... It looks like he has a shot for week eight. They're on a bye this week, but it looks like he might be on track for week eight, but it's not sure yet. That's still up in the air. And I did see that, let's see, where is it at? That the running situation was a little weird this week over there like it always is, kind of like the Rams always is. Um, where was it at? He had the least amount of carries probably because he was injured. But uh, it went Edwards had 14 carries this week, Dobbins had nine, and then Ingram finished with five. So that's going to be a weird backfield to uh, Plus look Lamar's. at. Plus Lamar's. Yeah, it's going to be a weird backfield to look at when he's uh, gone with injury. Lamar had nine rushes. Yeah, that's, I don't know about that backfield. And then uh, Sterling Shepard, he's been on IR. He might be back Thursday. If not, he should be back the following week. And that would hurt uh, Slayton, who's surprisingly I saw a thing that he's had more than five targets uh, every game this year. Oh, wow. And uh, then, he got a tut this week too, huh? Yeah. He got a little banged up this week as well. And then Christian McCaffrey, they were saying a few weeks ago that it might come back soon, but they said he's still not sure on a return. Could be out. He's definitely not going to be out this weekend. He might be out the weekend after. It could be three weeks plus still. So, Wow. That's crazy. Uh, Zach Ertz, he went out with an ankle injury. He has a timetable of three to four weeks right now. And they're already out without Goder. And then they also lost Miles uh, Sanders, who's going to be out one to two weeks. So they're going to be real banged up this Thursday against the Giants. Oh, it was probably gonna be a shit game anyway because both teams suck. But they've have been having shit games every Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> John New Smith. He had an ankle injury, and all they said today I could find it said just said seems to be minor. So I don't know what the hell that means. He might be out, I guess, a week, but don't know. And then uh, Raheem Mostert went down with the ankle injury, and uh, he got ruled out for the game right away, and that is always a bad sign. He was ruled out like immediately, and then uh, they said he was going to go. Probably going to today, right before I came over here, they said he was going to go on IR. Oh, so man. that's at least three weeks. He's he and stays hurt. Tavian Coleman, he's on IR. He should be coming back soon. So then they just have McKinnon, Jeff Wilson, and Dang. whatever that fullback's name is. Yeah. Um, uh, that's all the injuries I had written down. Uh, Fournette was out this week too, right? Yeah, Fournette was. Yeah, he was out this week. He should be back this coming week. He w- he was uh, suited up last week, which was weird. That it just sucks because it it it's such a if Fournette's there, then Ronald Jones's carries go down crazy. I think it doesn't anymore, but it it does. No, the last time he played a full game, they split carries. That was four weeks ago, three weeks ago. It's still it's only week six. But he that's three games since then. He's had 100 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. First running back to do that in Buccaneers uniform since uh, Cadillac. No. uh... Cadillac. I can't even think of the guy's name. Cadillac. 
No, the guy played for the fucking Raiders after us. Doug Martin, Dougie Me. Allah. Uh, hunting for Adderall. <laughs> uh, so I think he he got here in the spot. He's still gonna be involved for that, but it's Jones's man now. It better be. He he looks good. He looked good since. He reminds since me of a more athletic Legarrette Blunt. I could see that. That's what I, all I thought about this weekend. I could definitely see that. Uh, but yeah, he. But it's weird thing. Burnett didn't play this weekend, but he played last Thursday. But he didn't get in the game. He was suited out, though. So, I don't know. I'm assuming he's going to come back this coming week. And McCoy only, I think, touched the ball. He got only got in, like, five, six plays. I think i seen one, and he got, like, a key caught a pass for, like, two yards. Yeah, he doesn't do a whole lot. And then what are we going into? We're going to go into waiver wires with that. Uh, we're going to start the waiver wires. Uh, the team's on the bye this week. It's Colts, Vikings, Dolphins, Ravens. I had Jags on here. They were originally supposed to be on a bye, but I think they're not on a bye anymore because <laughs> yeah, of, know. I don't know, COVID. But, you know, it's fucking everything up. So um, quarterbacks, we're going to start with Carson Wentz, actually. Carson Wentz scored 29.42 uh, points this week. He's only owned in about 50% of leagues, but his last three games are 21.5, 21.42, and 17. And his next four games, he plays the Giants, he plays Dallas, he's on a bye, and then he plays the Giants again. Yeah, good matchups. So he has great matchups the, the the next three games, or four, four weeks, other than that bye. But if you're struggling at quarterback, he's worth a, he's worth a look for sure, especially the he's putting up and the numbers. And he should be getting back Jeffrey. I don't know how long Jeffrey's going to stay yeah. healthy for. And that full gum guy is... And he's rushing the ball too. I mean, unless he gets hurt, that'd be the only way I'd see it like not really work out. But and he's still half the leagues out there. He's still available. So yeah, they might not. The Eagles might not be playing good football, but Carson Wentz is putting up fantasy numbers, and that's wh- that's what you need to win leagues. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, we've been talking about him for the last three weeks. Even though he didn't play a great game uh, this week, uh, he had those two interceptions. The Bears just have a really solid defense. Uh, but he's still only owned in 34% of leagues. Uh, and then his next three games, New Orleans, at New Orleans, Atlanta, and at KC. So not terrible matchups. Um, maybe the, the KC one, but I, New Orleans and Atlanta, he, he should be able to put up some points. And then Ryan Tannehill. If you, do, if you have a struggling quarterback, pick up Ryan Tannehill. I have Ryan Tannehill in one of my leagues. He's, his position rank right now is ninth. Yeah, he's been good all year. He's been so playing far. great. So pick him up. He he had he scored thirty point five six points, um, thirty attempt or thirty uh, passes, forty one attempts, three hundred sixty four yards, and four touchdowns. Uh, his next three games: Pittsburgh, a little tough, but he he's at Cincy, which should be a a good game for him. And then Chicago might be tough, but this team is on a roll right now. So who even knows at this point? Um. And then Justin Herbert just came off a bye. Uh, he's only owning 45.4% of leagues, but his next three games are Jacksonville, Denver, and the Raiders. So mm. He's uh, position twenty three, position rank 23, but if you go off of average since he didn't play, start the season starting, he's actually on average quarterback 8 right now. Seriously? Yeah. It was probably 23 because he's the bye week this yeah. week. And then the, he missed the game. Yeah, the he game. missed the, the first game, so... But, yeah, he's been playing really well. Um, and then Derek Carr coming off a bye. twenty. He's only owning 22% of don't leagues. Don't start him this week. <laughs> don't start him this week against Tampa. But <laughs> he plays Cleveland and then the Chargers. 
which both be shootout games uh, for the Raiders. And the Raiders team looks very solid at, right now. So I, I would be, I wouldn't be surprised. And you want to get into the running backs? Running backs, since uh, we have Miles Sanders going down. Uh, Boston Scott usually fills in pretty well with them when he uh, has filled in for him. He's only owned in about 10% of the leagues right now. And they have the Giants and Dallas in the next two games, so he should be able to get some nice work in there. If Sanders uh, should be missing those two games, so he'd be a good pickup for the meantime, or if you have Sanders on your team. And J.D. McKissick, I actually was trying to make a trade for him in one of our leagues this week. Because like I said, I had no running backs. Yeah, so you're like struggling. Chris Thompson and Matt Breda. You're trying to give me uh, Slayton. Slayton Sullen. Uh, <laughs> J.D. McKissick, he uh, had eight rushes, 41 yards, and he catches the ball. That's why he's the main... Uh, target for a pickup is just because he has six tar- six uh, catches this week on six targets, and he's been catching about four balls a game. And he's only owned in twenty three percent of leagues. Then you have J.K. Dobbins; he's owned in about fifty five percent of leagues, so he he might not be there for you guys. But uh, with Ingram going to be down for that on uh, bye, but with him going to be down probably the week after, hopefully he could carve a little bit uh, spot for himself. Giovanni Bernard. He's only owned in 2% of leagues. He found the end zone uh, this week, and if Mixon goes down, he's one of the better uh, guys on the we bench. We didn't talk about Mixon. Mixon's hurt. I don't think he came back, did he? Uh, he didn't come back. He didn't. I didn't see a thing about it today, so I don't know if he's going to be... I, I didn't think about that, actually. I, when I was going through the injuries, I didn't see him come up on any of... Oh, I, I know he got injured, but I didn't see... So it I might mean, not be too serious, yeah, but I guess that'd be something... I think if you're weak at running back, maybe you grab him as your handcuff. Yeah, I have him in uh, the two leagues I have mixed, and I actually have Joe, uh, Gio Bernard on my bench. So, uh, yeah, I didn't. Even, I forgot that he did go down. You're but part of the two point nine percent. Yeah, I'm part of two point nine percent. Shout out, y'all. <laughs> um, so yeah, he would be good. He's always uh, fills in pretty well, and they uh, gave him one of the touches when Mixon was still uh, in for the touchdown. So that kind of hurt him. Um, and then let's get into wide receivers. Uh, we got Travis Fulgham. Um, he had nineteen point five points again. Uh, we talked about him last week. His, his he's owning forty seven percent of leagues now. I think we said he was owning like less than two last last week. So yes. he went up crazy. Um, and his next three games: Giants, Dallas, and then a bye. So two two good matchups, like we said, with Carson Wentz. And Carson Wentz been looking his way, so um, should be a decent pickup going forward if you you need a wide receiver. Uh, T Higgins is the man in Cincinnati, like we've been saying. The actual it, man. Uh, stat, uh, he led all Bengal wideouts over Tyler Boyd and A.J. Green in percentage of snaps played. He played in 76.1% of the offensive snaps, and he beat out Tyler Boyd, who's their number one, and A.J. Green, wow. which is pretty crazy. So he's uh, carved himself a nice little spot in this uh, offense. Nice. And, uh, yeah, 18, 18.7 points out of him this week. Still only owning 43.9% of leagues. Uh, and I don't understand how Fulgham jumped him. I know, right? Higgins has been having good weeks every week. Every single week. Uh, Cleveland, Tennessee, and then he's on a bye. So this week in Cleveland, it should be a solid game. Um, with that, the Cleveland defense is kind of beat up. So um, especially after last week, Big Ben was able to, to play play well. Those rookie wide receivers played well. Um, and then Tim Patrick from Denver talked about him again uh, last week. He had 14.1 points this week, and he's still only owned in 18.6% of the leagues. He had four receptions, 100 yards, no touchdowns on eight targets. But he was against uh, Stephon Gilmore for more than for most of the game. So you figure Gilmore was the best corner in the league last year, one defensive player of the year. And, and this guy's still had three good weeks. weeks in a row. Yeah, three weeks in a row. So he uh, 
he's getting a nice little section of that Sutton. Yeah. And loss. then the next three games, KC, Chargers, and at Atlanta. And Drew Locke is finally back. So I've actually was trying to sprinkle him in some trades this week, too. <laughs> I picked him up in one of the leagues, and I've just been adding whatever I want to make the trade. I just add him in as a little topper, but no one, no one took the bait. Uh, Hopefully they do this week, though. Adam Humphreys is going to round out the wide receivers. He had 18.4 points. Uh, 4.5%. He's only owned in 4.5% of leagues, but they have some tough matchups. So they have Pittsburgh at Cincinnati and at Chicago. But anybody right now for Tennessee seems solid. They're, they're playing well. Tannehill's yeah, playing and he well. He does catch a lot of those little dumpers, so he'll get five, six catches. So that's five, six points. Yeah. So especially in a PPR league, a deep PPR league, he'd be a solid. Uh, pick up and start especially during one of these bye weeks if you're missing some uh, wide receivers especially this week uh with what the justin jefferson adam Thielen are out yeah so. brown's out brown's out yeah so oh let's see so we're moving the tight ends this week or waiver wire pickups for that would be trey burton we spoke of earlier had a big game rushing touchdown uh 21 points he's owned in six percent of leagues he is on bye so I'm assuming people won't be picking him up on waivers, so you might be able to wait and uh, get him up on just free agency so you don't lose your waiver wire spot. Um, and then Irv Smith's also on by. He's uh, tied in for the Vikings. He had 11.5 points. He's only owned in 5% of leagues. And then uh, Darren Fells, who kind of surprised me this week. He had a lot of yards. 80, I believe we said. He uh, usually is one of the guy that just uh, three targets, seven yards, a touchdown kind of guy. He had... Uh, he l- was one of the highest touchdowns last year in tight ends, and uh, they really like him down in the red zone. So now that it's seen that he g- he's getting more looks outside the red zone, he's an add too, especially in that uh, tight end position that's very short. He's only owned in three percent of leagues, so he should. Uh, I would say he's better to own than a lot of guys that are out there right now. And then uh, Richard Rogers, uh, I believe he's on the Eagles. Yeah, he's the Eagles. He's the yeah. he's the tight end. Um, I kind of spoke about earlier. He had 6.1 points this week. Um, he's not owned in any leagues. Zero, <laughs> zero point zero percent his, of leagues. His own father doesn't own him in a league. <laughs> but um, <laughs> if if I, it depends on how long Ertz is going to be out, uh, he's going to be the next tight end up. So Fulgham and 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 Richard Rodgers have to take those ten targets that Ertz usually gets. And, uh, then, and uh, then, like we said again, that those three, those next, those next matchups, Giants and Dallas, might help you guys out. <laughs> Yeah, and if they don't have anyone else to pass to, they just got to have one guy. So hopefully Richard can find the end zone a few times. Um, and then Anthony Frisker, Frisker, who you spoke about earlier, he's only owned in one, 0.1% of leagues. And if Smith does miss any time, he would definitely be a uh, pickup to start for the, your team until uh, Smith comes back. I don't know if he's going to have a spot, but, but with Smith out, he's definitely going to have a spot in that high-powered offense. All right, so we're going to start with our new segment, Are They Back? So let's start with A.J. Green, our boy that we've been talking about every single week. He had 17.6 points, 8 receptions, 96 yards on 11 targets. Is he back? His targets Uh, have been there. Yeah, they've been there. I still don't like him, but I'm not starting him in any league. But I guess he's done enough to where he has enough targets in the red zone. That I have to keep him on my team if I had him, but I I, I don't like him. Yeah, it that one's so Especially hard. Especially because that offense too, you don't know if they're gonna get shut out, and not do any good, or yeah, they're gonna be a shootout. But especially with the rookie, I just can't feel comfortable starting that guy ever. 
Yeah, no. unless he has another week in a row like this or two, I can't start this guy. I I I, I say keep him on your team though. Yeah, he's earned a spot, he especially that red zone targets and just. But maybe hang on to him. He has another week like this. Maybe he's uh he's on on pace to start being in a lineup. Um, in deep leagues, and in, in if or if you have some injuries at wide receiver, and yeah, kind I feel of like for buys got. or something. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and then Rob Gronkowski, your boy. Eighteen point eight points, five receptions, seven eight yards, a touchdown on eight targets. I know we talked about him a little bit earlier, but <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I I'm probably not gonna drop him if I want him right now, but I, I would have already dropped him. I, I would have too. I would have dropped him last week. But I just can't, I just can't see why I'd start him unless I had nobody else at tight end like and at all. And the tight end position is so thin; it's yeah. hard not. But to start it's just him. scary that he gets. He's gonna get three points. He's gonna get three point eight points next week. Mark it down. Mark it down. Three point eight points, and then the week after he'll get twelve. <laughs> but I, I just, I don't know what to do with them. But yeah, the tight ends is weak. So if you have nobody and you're starting guys like Sample, like the guy I played in one, uh, one of my leagues, he played. At Jason's, uh, sorry, Drew Sample. So I'd rather start Gronk over that guy, but yeah, uh, I just don't know how I'd be able to play that guy. But he's had two games over seven targets at least, and he finally found the end zone. So hopefully he finds it again. And then last but not least, Matt Ryan, thirty-one point six four points, uh, thirtieth, uh, thirty. 40 attempts, 30 completions, 371 yards, and four tutters. He came into the week quarterback 19. I and he had that one real, real bad week, the one before this one, but I like him. Yeah, I like Matt Ryan. He, they have so many. He's always been. They suck. A fantasy. So they have to pass the ball. He's always been a fantasy football. Quarterback. Yeah, they suck, so they're gonna have to pass the ball. They're gonna be behind a lot of games, and then they have all the receivers. So I like him a lot. I like I Matt Ryan. If you haven't, I have him in one league. I benched him this week. Yeah, you have but him in your, I'm your gonna lineup. Keep him. I'm I'm sure you're running two quarterbacks in that lineup, like you're playing your matchup. So just do some research on your matchup and I like him though, so Yeah, so I I, I think he's a he's a solid he's still a solid fantasy quarterback. He's still fantasy relevant. Um I, I like I I think I drafted him in one league. Yeah, I had him I don't even know what league I have him in. But I have him in one league and uh I dropped or not dropped him. I benched him this week, but I kept him on my team and because they're just high-powered passing offense, so should be fine. Yeah, I, I think so, too. And then another new segment are bus and stills. So Lawrence did a bunch of research on... So we'll probably only do this not every week, just like maybe two more times, just because it doesn't change a whole, a whole lot. I uh, basically just opened up two screens. I looked at uh, ESPN's uh, ADP finish, what it finished at, and looked at the current stats and saw biggest uh increases or drops and that's how i based off the stills or uh bust and the busts are going to be non-injury so for stills this week or for this year um russell wilson even though he was a adp qb qb4 he was a fourth quarterback and you got him fifth sixth round seventh round instead of getting lamar or patrick mahomes in the first three rounds and he's qb1 right now averaging just a tad under 30 points a game and then another still uh josh allen he's averaging 27 points a game he's uh qb3 and his adp was qb10 uh two other guys i liked uh Derek carr he's averaging 19 he's qb12 coming into the week and he was positioned uh his average draft position was qb27 
And then the other guy was Justin Herbert. He was undrafted. He didn't have a ADP. And like I said earlier, on average, he's QB8 right now. So that was a big jump. Uh, as far as running backs go, Alvin Kamara was running back 5 on ADP. So uh, Chris McCaffrey, uh, Zeke, Barkley, and Cook were the ones above him. And he is averaging 29.5 points. He has the most fantasy points out of any player right now. And he was a steal. Even though he did go... Fifth, <laughs> it's still still just because of how high he is for one, and then uh, Chris Carson. A lot of people are down on him this year for some reason. He went to ADP was uh, running back fifteen, and coming into the week he was running back five, averaging twenty points a game. Which I didn't even realize he was. I knew he was having a good game a season, but that's a good season. That is a really twenty good a game, top five running back. And then Kareem Hunt, who I've talked about how I liked him as ADP was just so low compared to everybody like Chubb and stuff and. He, even before Chubb went out, was having a good season. He's running back 8, and he was, uh, ADP was running back 23. So he's averaging 17 points a game. The other guy was James Robinson, also averaging 17 points a game. Running back 9, top 10 running back, and he was, ADP was running back 58. So he had a 49 fucking ADP drop, or Damn. increase. So that was a steal right there. That's probably one of the biggest steals that there yeah, was. We, we said Gaskin earlier, too. Gaskin, huh? yeah. He was uh, undrafted, and he's running back 16 right now. Averaging 13 a game, and that was another big running back still. And then, uh, like I said earlier, the receivers, uh, everyone I listed, I'm not list. I've listed probably 10 receive uh, quarterbacks, 10 running backs. Only listed about said about three of each. But the receivers, I have another 10. But all of them are just so crazy that I might say them all. Uh, it, send it. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five receivers right now. DeAndre Hopkins, Adam Thielen, Calvin Ridley, DK Metcalf, Stephon Diggs. All averaging over 19 points a game. Their top five receivers. Hopkins was uh, receiver five, and they had doubts with his quarterback. That's crazy. But he is didn't a- getting targets. Didn't Andrew say before? Andrew, season, he, was like he wasn't even in his two. tier two. He wasn't in top that of tier two. That's wild to me. And uh, he's having a solid year. He's uh, was ADP five. Adam Thielen was receiver 12 in ADP. Calvin Ridley 16. DK Metcalf 22. And Diggs greatly because of his quarterback they said Josh Allen wasn't a thrower so he wasn't gonna get his and he was a uh, average draft position wide receiver 27 and he's wide receiver 5 uh, Roby Anderson kind of cooled down this week but still getting a lot of target share he's wide receiver 7 <laughs> and he was drafted wide receiver 49 that's crazy just because Roby was just like a he was just like a flyer that you would play yeah, in the that previous was years with the Jets. Uh, and then now he's an every week starter with his target share. Yeah. Um, CD Lamb. Uh, we have a question. We'll speak about this later about rookie uh, receivers. They're never really that good in fantasy. But, uh, I don't know. Last year, DK, AJ Brown. Um, uh, yeah. Who else? Was, there's one more it rookie. It took a while for them to get good, though. though. But still, they, yeah, they, they, still all right. they came in right away. Well, I don't think any of them were receiver 11. DK might have been. Last year? No, uh, A.J. Brown, I think, was. Were they? Were I they? had A.J. They Brown might've. last year in Dynasty, and he played Yeah, really I guess well. that's true. Um, yeah, C.D. Lamb's wide receiver 11. He's having a pretty bad night tonight, though, so he's going to drop from that. But he was uh, wide receiver 43. Your boy Darius Slayton, who you love so much. He is wide receiver 22, and he was wide receiver 50 ADP. And this one was crazy. Jameson Crowder, I was telling you earlier, he is wide receiver 24, and that means with him missing two or three games, he's still wide receiver 24. That's crazy. He was drafted wide receiver 40. And well, on average... I didn't even see his stats for this weekend. I, I they were good. I, they were I saw him. Good, he was targeted. Yeah, he still had a good week. Let me see if I can pull that up real quick. 
he uh but he was on average this year he's wide receiver number two if we go off of just average so that's crazy to see he had this week he had seven catches 48 yards on oh how many targets was that don't know how many targets that was but seven catches still so he's still having big weeks yeah he just, 78 he just yards. couldn't score the ball against the dolphins and just didn't really do a whole lot yeah, dog, we're best defense in the league. We're going to the Super Bowl. Mm, yeah. Tua. Bro, Tua. He had 13 targets this week. I was so excited. He had 13 targets. That was, did you see him sit on the field after? Yeah. Reminisce about him actually being able to play football again. That shit's awesome. I'm so know. excited, bro. That that was so sick. I don't know, though. Fitz might have three more years. Allah. No. He ain't slowing down. This is his last year. He's getting better by age. he stays, he's going to like be a quarterback wine. coach, bro. Fine wine. <laughs> Moving to tight ends. We have uh, Johnu Smith. He uh, tied at number four. He's averaging 17.5, but this was prior to this week, 17.5 uh, points a game, which is the second highest among tight ends. Wow. And he was drafted tight end 21. Your boy Mike Gusecki, tight end six before the week, and he came in with the ADP of tight end 15. And then Jimmy Graham, tight end number seven right now, and he came in at tight end 24 in the draft. Um, wow. And I don't think anybody thought he was going to have a good year because he's just been decreasing so yeah, every, every since, week. Since or every week, every year. Um, he Brees and took a shit, bro. Yeah, so it's a, cool to see him back in the top 10. And then these last part is just uh, defenses and kickers. And just to show that you always have that one guy that drafts a defense top 120 pick, which is crazy ninth, 10th round. And you should always pick up your kickers and your defense, no matter what's going on in no higher than round 14. I personally would say 15, 16. And just this right here shows it. Uh, defense number one, Colts. They were uh, defense number eight drafted. Uh, Buccaneers, defense number three, was drafted 12. Browns, defense number seven, was drafted 28th. So they weren't even drafted in the majority of leagues. They just yeah. got a few. So you don't need to get – you don't need to find a kicker or a defense. And then the kickers is ridiculous. Kicker one – is Jason Sanders. He was drafted kicker 28. Kicker 2 was drafted 17, who is uh, Blankenship. Kicker 3 was drafted 26, Carlson. And Randy Bullock was drafted kicker 30. Damn. And he's kicker and 4. top 5. That's <laughs> insane. And, and then you have fucking Justin Tucker. And then I was looking at the point differential from kicker 5 to kicker 19 is a uh, 3 point deficit. And how many... Yeah, there's some games where you have you lose by a point or two, but how many games are going to come within three points? There's no reason to s- reach for that top guy to get three-point yeah, differential. Yeah, you, you, you lose out you on You lose your, out on one or some guy that yeah, can... Yeah, A Jameson Crowder or Robbie Anderson who was right uh, there in the middle. handcuff for your running back. And then uh, like. kicker one to ten, from the top kicker to the tenth kicker, which is the whole league. There's only 12 people in a lot of people's leagues. And if you're in a ten-man league, that's the whole league. Less than two point difference from the kicker one to kicker ten. See, that's crazy, and I've always been that way. Fifteen, sixteen, defense kicker. This year, I had a trade mid draft in one of our leagues, so I I gained some picks. I wasn't gonna need my last two picks because of the picks I gained, so I took uh, Tucker in the thirteenth. But that was just because that was my second to last pick, because I didn't have a fifteenth or sixteenth anymore. Oh yeah. Yeah, see, so that so was the only reason I drafted him higher because that was my last two picks. I had to. And I believe I believe in the the stream streamer kicker, streamer defense. Yeah, I'm I a st- big uh, streamer and defense. Except I have Tampa Bay in our dynasty, and I'm not gonna stream him anymore. And I have uh, I think I took I ended up taking the Steelers, but I still got Steelers the first defense off the board in the 14th round in our yeah. Redraft. So uh, there's no reason. That's pretty much how our and our like I I don't know why I didn't write these down, but they have the like not just their ADP by position, but like 
total ABDP, and they were like 115, 114 for these guys, and that's just unheard of. And then uh, let's see some busts that are out there. Uh, Drew Brees, his average quarterback was eight for some reason, and he's quarterback 15 right now. Uh, Daniel Jones was a lot of people's sleeper for some reason, and a lot of people were picking him, and he's uh, quarterback 29 right now. Danny Dimes. And he was quarterback 15. So that was one of those guys you took as your second QB, but you just wasted a pick like you're saying that you could have got a uh, handcuff or another player. Uh, running backs, Kenyon Drake was drafted. Uh, ADP ESPN was 12. He's running back 32 right now. That's so crazy. I would never pick Kenyon Drake in the first round. Even the second round, yes. that was insane to me. Yeah, he went that second. High. I guess third round was the latest he dropped, but he was he was up there. And I would have never and seen him in the And then Mark Ingram round. in our league went, 13th for some reason 13th overall not 13th running back and he is at ADP was actually the 21st running back and he's uh, running back 40 right now yeah. and that was crazy and Tomorrow's then hungover <laughs> and then Brieta and Howard are we're 37 and 38th in ADP and they're 55 and 58 position rank because Gaskin came in and stepped up yeah. um and see wide receivers even though I said this is non injury Mike Thomas was drafted before Kamara in a lot oh, of Oh, yeah. Weeks. Well, everybody was going to draft Mike Thomas in the first round, especially after breaking well, I knew the, first rece- round, but breaking the a, receptions record. Like, taking him over Kamara, and then the guy's yeah, wide receiver won 50 over. because he's only played one game. I'm still a huge wide rec- or running back heavy drafter. That's how I have always been. And for some reason, I ended up, I ended up Dalvin Cook, Julio, Patrick Mahomes were my first three picks in redraft. So uh, it was just like I can't and really I never draft that way. I always draft. I try to go back, running backs. Back, running back. This year I did the same thing because where we we and uh, Vanito we picked uh, fifth, no fourth and fifth. Yeah, I picked five. So, so we came back on the on the turn and somehow Julio Jones and Devontae Adams were there. So he went Julio and I went Devontae Adams. Or else I would have picked a running back, but yeah. I would have been Joe Mixon. But Devontae Adams is there, so I couldn't the second best receiver, uh, technically. And yeah, exactly. I couldn't so. give up on that. Um, and then T.Y. Hilton, he was wide receiver 22 drafted. He's right now wide receiver 60. Damn. And then this is going to change. A.J. Green, prior to this week, was wide receiver 92. And he was drafted wide receiver 30. So if you took that leap on him, you jumped right into a cliff. I think most people kind of took him a little later. No? 30 wide receivers? Receiver 30? I feel like that's kind of still deep into but the draft. But that was probably after 40 running backs. Yeah. That's still pick 100. Yeah, that's true. You could have picked up a gigger. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then tight end Zach Ertz was well, tight end four. He's going tight end fifteen right now. Kronk was wide receiver or tight end seven, and he's position ranked right tight end thirty one before this week. And then who else was on this? Uh, Herndon, Chris Herndon from the Jets. Oh yeah, he was drafted. In, I think both of our leagues. He was supposed to be some sleeper tight end. He was a uh, tight end sixteen. He's right, tight end thirty four right now. Down. And then that was all I had for the buzz. Oh, no, actually, for the defense and kickers, I was just going to prove that point a little bit more. Uh, Bucker was drafted first out of the kickers. He's kicker 15. Greg Zerlin was fifth. He's kicker 15. Matt Prater, fourth. Kicker, 24th. Defenses, uh, the 49ers are second defense off the board. Their defense, 13. The Bills are defense, three off the board. And their defense, 22. Damn. So, hold off on kickers in... Uh, Defenses. defenses yeah jeez that's crazy those are some cool stats though you did a bunch of work that night he sent me all those I was like damn this yeah, guy went I was hard just bored on and didn't have anything to do so I was like I'm gonna just look up something that's sick that, that's awesome though um, like you said we love this podcast we have so much fun doing it every week so like 
you doing that i'm sure you had a blast doing it like if i would have put this much work into school i would have <laughs> taken 30 years to graduate college <laughs> exactly all right so we are gonna get into a look at next week um we're actually gonna be in vegas this weekend so uh these should be some good fix let's see how they go <laughs> uh yeah it's gonna be a weird pod next week filming <laughs> live from vegas live from las vegas <laughs> hopefully we wait for remember or something don't yeah. forget um this week's uh fantasy matchups i like to look into is steelers titans is the first one and i mentioned them just because titans offense has been real hot lately you have aj brown derrick henry tana hill and then the tight end position with whether it's smith or frisker so uh are they gonna keep staying hot against this good uh steelers defense is gonna be something to watch uh for most part not for the most part henry's a must start and aj brown's a must start so they're still must start against the Steelers, but it's going to be see if they can uh, keep that up. And then another reason I'm watching out for fantasy is, uh, is Juju. Where has he been these last two weeks? Is he going to come back, or is he going to just stay uh, baking TikToks? <laughs> I, I was watching him stream today. He was streaming the the early uh, Monday night game. And really? He has like his, like a full stream. He was watching the game and talking to his, his thing. So is he going to come back, or is he going to just move to that? And then looking to see if Claypool keeps his uh, TD streak up. And that's why I like that game. And then another game, fantasy-wise, I liked was the Packers and the Texans. Just because the Texans had, uh, I mean, the Packers had a really bad week this week. See if they all bounce back. I've never been a real big fan of Aaron Rodgers last few years in fantasy, but uh, see if him, Aaron Jones, and uh, Devontae Adams come back and have a good week against the Texans. They should. Texans are trash. Yeah, so I, I think, hope Texans, I think keep, this is, bro, Texans need to just keep losing. Let me get that good pick. Let me. Get, we're going for Jamar Chase, baby. I think these guys are going to have a shootout this week. I think Texans-Green Bay is going to be a big shootout. Uh, I think and another reason I was looking at it is see if Cooks and Watson stay hot. Is Watson hot. Last two weeks. Has Watson back to top six QB? We'll see, I guess. I think this is going to be a good week for him. Is Cooks playable now? Uh, one of these leagues in our redraft, I'm actually going to start him this week. So Yeah, I started him last week, or this past week, so he, he played solid. At so I'm looking at that game for those reasons. 18 points. you got to take that. All day. Yeah, so hopefully I'm starting on watch. This is going to be the week he uh, gets <laughs> back to zero zeros. Um, Seahawks at Cardinals. Uh, does DK keep up the top wide receiver play? Uh, Russell Wilson still having his MVP season coming off the bye. Uh, the, the Cardinals are looking good right now against Dallas. It's 28-3 in the third. Um, but like we said, Drake and... Uh, Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds are still sharing that backfield, so we got to see how that that shakes out. Murray to Hopkins, they still look hot. Kyler Murray, he's playing lights out tonight. So, um, and if he plays like that every game, they they def- they always have a chance to win. Has seventy four rushing yards, just said. Christian Kirk, two receptions, eighty six yards, and two touchdowns right now. So that's they're killing it. Um, and then does Lockett come back and have a better game? Because I know he was what he was. Two catches. He was in a bust in our last the yeah, last two weeks. Yeah, like two catches for seven yards or something. So that's that one's a tough one. Um, Niners at Patriots. New England had a bad week, so let's see if they bounce back and beat the Niners. But the Niners did look good against the Rams, so uh, we'll see if it. And I don't know how they look good, but they did because they have they're all beat up on the defense. No, I don't understand. I thought their offense is all beat up. And I had that three team, no that three team parlay, and I definitely thought the Rams were gonna pull it off. Uh, the, we smacked the shit out of the Niners the week before. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand that either. But 
They look good, but they're yeah. going to be even more banged up next week. No more. And then um, COVID Cam, does he come back to uh, uh, his week one and two scoring like he did? He, uh, I read something that he has he has the most carries in the red zone for that team. Yeah, he has like 12 I, or something like I that. I saw that today too. He has the most carries. so And that's crazy because they have 50 running backs. 50, literally. So. 50 running backs. <laughs> Damian Harris. All he needs is break one of those into the end zone. James White. Sony? Sony, yeah. I heard somewhere that uh, I think um, your boy, uh, Matthew Berry, he was saying that Damian Harris should be owned in all leagues. He should? Yeah. Yeah, I have him in every league. I picked him up. Really? Yeah. I don't I don't believe it. He had 100 yards that first week he came back in play. Yeah, but they had 1,000 running backs. There's always one's good. James White's not in that category, though, so he doesn't get the ball not rushing, so... I don't know. Maybe. I do own him in like the three, four leagues. So we'll see how that goes. All right. So then we're going to do our flavor of the week picks uh, right now. Sponsored by Lowrider Beef Jerky. Like we said earlier in the episode, go find them at Lowrider Beef Jerky on Facebook or Lowrider Beef Jerky Co. on Instagram. And you can order them straight through their uh, the messenger there. Um, anything you want. If you uh, use the code BORNLOSERS, you get $5 off an order of $20 or more, and they do free delivery in town. So um, if you guys want the best beef jerky around, uh, go ahead and go over to uh, Lowrider Beef Jerky Co. on Instagram or Lowrider Beef Jerky on Facebook. Uh, my personal favorite is the Hot Pickle Barbecue uh, one. That one's been like a fan favorite for them uh, for a while, and they've been killing it on it. Um, they got big. They got new locations coming, um, and they just have they have a lot of stuff going on right now uh, with the Lowrider Beef Jerky. But like we said, promo code Born Losers, five dollars off a twenty dollar or more order, and free shipping or free uh, delivery in Albuquerque. So uh, that'll be a solid. Uh, hopefully, you guys reach out to them and get that going. Um, get yourself some beef jerky. We, me and Lawrence, enjoy the hell out of the beef jerky that they make. So. Um, Go out there, check it out, Lawrence. Let's get into those flavor of the week picks. Um, what are we? What's our first bet that you that so you're thinking? Flavor of the week picks. Um, just talking about last week. Uh, went two and two, so it wasn't the best of weeks. But week before that, had three and zero. Oh, so hopefully this week we can uh, do something better. Uh, this week, like I was telling you, and I've been telling Mark, I've been getting into teasers a lot. I've been trying to do a lot of teasers. I know we'll talk about that in a question we have, but that's a crazy. That's crazy I, that you came I up with it. Text Benito saying, uh, "Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna do a bonus teaser for the week because I like uh, a lock. You said it's doing, a lock. I'm doing <laughs> these teasers and it's a lock. I've been doing these teasers a lot, and uh, this weekend I had a two team teaser, one, a three team teaser, one, and then a six team teaser. But the Cowboys, I needed them plus eight and a half tonight, and it doesn't look like they're gonna cut it." But I'm a big teaser guy now, and uh, just a little thing on teasers. Um, don't cross the, the the line. So if it's minus three, don't tease that team to the positive. Don't cross the zero line. Uh, don't tease over-unders. And try to cross some key numbers. Key numbers mostly three and seven. So like if the team is like the underdogs right now that are plus one to plus two and a half have covered the six-point tease 75.2% of the time this year. Favorites that were minus seven and a half to minus eight and a half have covered the six point teaser seventy five point three percent of the time. So that just means that uh, they cross if they're at minus seven and a half and you tease them six points, you're crossing that minus seven line and that minus three and a half line. So that's what I was looking into. So this week's uh, pick of the week, flavor pick of the week is going to be uh, three team teaser Saints seven and a half, 
Titans plus one and a half, 49ers plus two and a half. So those are going to tease down. Saints will tease down to minus one and a half. Titans will tease up to plus seven and a half. And 49ers will tease up to plus eight and a half. So on all three of those, I'm crossing that three line and that seven line just because uh, how frequently those hit. You want The key numbers are three, four, six, seven, ten, and 14. So you try to cross as many of those as you can. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this week, Saints, Titans, 49ers, tease them all. And hopefully that's going to be that uh, no-shot loser. That'd be nice. Guarantee of the week. Let's do it. We're, We're going to bet Vegas. in Vegas. <laughs> We're going to do it. We can come back big, baby. And then I also like this week uh, Falcons minus two and a half against the Lions. Even though you were a big Lions fan this last Dude, week. Dude, the Lions, the Lions have won me some good money this weekend. Holiday and Stafford, and they're back. I don't know. I don't like Atlanta. So I'm going to take – I probably <laughs> will end up taking Lions – Defend the den again this weekend. I like I like it the other way. And honestly. see, either way, which whichever way you like, that wouldn't be a tease because you cross that zero line and you just are buying points you don't need. Like, why would you take the Lions from uh, or the Falcons across that line when you could just do a money line and not pay as many points? I would It'd probably just be do better. the money line. And then like uh, I like the Bucks two and a half against Raiders, and I'm gonna be in Vegas with Mark. Mark's Raiders hat, <laughs> so I'm gonna bet that. Um, those might be biased, but uh, you gotta take your team. No, you shouldn't, but I'm going to. <laughs> They're going to win by 42 or something. I've been riding Dolphins heavy, bro. The last two weeks we've, I've been coming up, so that was nice. So I like those two picks with uh, still the lock of the week. Three-team teaser. Saints, Titans, 49ers. And I wouldn't mind. Uh, I'll probably do that one. That's a lock. And then I'll do a four and add the uh, Bears in it and get them up to plus 11 and a half. What was that spread on that Seahawks game? I actually had that written down. I actually like the Seahawks. Six and a half. Six and a half. I mean, I three and a half. Sorry, I don't know what I just oh, said. Oh, three, three and a half. Three and a half. I was like, wow, that's a lot of points. It's three and a half for Seahawks. I actually like that too. But see, if you like the Cardinals, you could tease that up and get past uh, four, seven. And if it goes up to four, you get up to ten. So that's a good teaser thing too. But I'm probably going to do a two-team teaser, this three-team teaser, and then four. Nice. See how that goes. So and that's are, all I have for the week. Those are going to be our flavors of the week picks. Um, hopefully you guys go out there get yourself some beef jerky again born losers promo code uh, will get you twenty five dollars off of twenty dollars or more so um, go out there get your beef jerky and make some of these teaser bets let's uh, come up get yourself some free beef jerky with these dubs baby teasers of the week the teasers of the week baby all right so we're gonna get into our questions of the week from all of you guys we enjoy all the questions and interactions that you guys send to us we have a couple funny questions a couple crazy questions so uh let's get into them lawrence all right uh we have nash off of twitter says deshaun or rogers for week seven they play each other he's six and no and would like to be seven and no what are the thoughts on that one i think i had another question that uh my buddy ronnie asked oh, yeah. the same question so um Deshaun, I, I think I'm – I don't know. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has two bad weeks in a row, and Houston's defense is trash. So – and he plays really well against shitty teams. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I'm I'm starting Watson in that situation, though. Yeah. Just because you drafted him that high. You did draft He's him. He's had two solid weeks. And yeah. Aaron Rodgers always scares me in fantasy. He had – he finished last year like uh, quarterback eight or something, and he had – like it was something like nine games under 12 points damn yeah but, so he might blow up but i think watson's a safer pick and he drafted him top six quarter or quarterbacks so i've been riding with that but okay i don't think it's a bad pick either way they should be within five points of each other 
Yeah, that works. Um, do you have another question off the of Twitter? I thought I had another one off of Twitter. Where is it at? Um, why don't you pick it up? I can't find. Okay, I'll start with uh, uh, my buddy Hoho. He uh, asked, is it time to move on from Juju? What are you thinking? Uh, moving on isn't getting rid of him. Yeah, Not time for that. I don't think so either. You dropped to him too early to get rid of him. Especially because he's still good. He's still up. Offensive passes it. He's but 23 years old or 22 years old. I'm scared on starting him, but I'm not getting rid of the guy. He's still going to be on my team, but he's one of those guys that's going to be hard to start if you have yeah, a Jamison Crowder, you have one of those guys like that. I would think about benching him for that guy. Fulgham? Fulgham. At this point? At this point, you have to because he's been getting a lot more looks, but that's a scary sentence that's to say. That's crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is a scary sentence to say. So that, I don't know. Juju's, it, you don't get rid of him if you if you might be able to to put him in on a trade and upgrade your wide receiver. Maybe you might be able to get something just because of the name. I think you said you said you got a trade this week with Juju in it, right? Yeah. So I so mean, people still want him because of his name and his capability of you know producing high. So uh, there's no reason to drop him, but starting him is that's a good big question. You might want to start doing that. Yeah, check your matchups, kind of see how it goes. I think he's going to come back and end up uh, playing really well, but um, you got to give it a you got to got to give it a week and kind of see where it's at, especially with these uh, these other wide receivers uh, coming in in for Pittsburgh. I guess that was the only question I got on the Twitter thing. Really? So I guess you could roll out with the uh, rest of them. Cool. You got um, my buddy Mike Teske. Uh, how should I manage my bench since COVID is more a concern than an injury and handcuffing a backup won't help if the game gets delayed last minute? That's a pretty good question. Um, we're kind of just rolling with the punches right now as well. But, yeah, uh, well, we have that thing in where... Uh, we do have that rule. That where you, you could pick, pick, uh, pick a bench player in. That's a designated bench player in case that starter goes out. We mentioned it on our, uh, one of our last pods. So if like the guy is in question that the game might not happen, you could have a designated backup. But I know that on ESPN, they allowed it to... I haven't put that in any of my leagues. I probably won't just because I don't think it's fair for uh, guys that are holding guys like uh, Chris McCaffrey or the guys on IR that they could have had an extra spot on their team for weeks now and I didn't let them. So ESPN is actually letting uh, managers, league managers, add bench player spots. And they never let you change the roster settings after the season starts. So... You can't add like a new running back position that starts or a new receiver, but you can add bench spots. So you can see if your league manager wants to do that just so you have yeah. more guys on your bench. Uh, as far as playing it, uh, depends. If you're like Nash and 6-0, and I would rather have, even though it's really questionable, I'd rather have... Uh, DeAndre Hawkins to the house. Shit. Yeah. Oh! I need him to get stopped. I'm playing against <laughs> him in one league, and I have a very comfortable lead. but 10. He's got stopped on a 10. Oh, uh, man. Uh, <laughs> I like doing these uh, while we're watching the game. So, like, two weeks ago we had, or three weeks ago, we had that uh, Duvernay run, that 107-yard touchdown yeah, back to the house. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, as far as I'm playing it, if I'm 6-7-0, and I'm going handcuffs because if you're in the playoffs, it's a one-week game. It's not a season game anymore at that point. So, if that guy goes down, I'd rather have his backup. But... Yeah, I can see that COVID concern because if that team just doesn't play, then you're really screwed. 
But uh, yeah, I still like having yeah. handcuffs. But if you're well, three and three, your league manager at least put that that rule we talked about into. Yeah, because he did that. That helps a lot. And if not, hopefully he adds a few spots on the bench. But if you're three and three, you have to just get as many uh, guys on that bench that are playable just in case you have that game where someone doesn't play you got you feel comfortable starting a bench player yeah exactly um Rhett, he was uh he he's the one who actually asked about the teaser oh yeah so yeah, that's crazy Rhett. that i text Renita literally midday today about i was gonna add a teaser every week and a four-team teaser i i i don't feel comfortable right now with four uh a lock on the 14 but i'm comfortable on that three-team lock and then I might would think about adding the Bears, like I said, if you wanted a four. But yeah, go listen to that flavor of the week right I there. I like that. Uh, I like that three teamer a lot. Um, Miss Karen, uh, which bear is best? Which bear is best? The Chicago Bulls, Bears. Black bear. Chicago Bears. Black bear. The Chicago Bears. <laughs> Chicago Bears. Um, but it's definitely uh, the panda bear. <laughs> and uh, if we're talking about any bears, it's the Ch- Chicago Bears. <laughs> But uh, the panda bear is the uh, superior bear. No, false. Have you ever seen one of those fuckers eat uh Do you watch bamboo? The Office? No. Well, no, yeah. It's from I've The seen, Office. I've seen all of The Office, but I never watched it more than once. And mm-hmm. half the time I watched it, I was high out of my mind, drunk or <laughs> something. So, uh, yeah, I don't really remember half the episodes. But I have watched them all once. But I didn't know that was from The Office. Yeah, it's from The Office. But also, uh, panda bear was the correct answer. False black bear. <laughs> um, Westfall finally with a question. He's been all oh, bro. I'm gonna send you a question this week. I need to send. I kind of read question. it in the phone earlier, and I feel like it was a dumb one. But let me see. Um, does signing Lev Bell give them a one-two punch in KC, or do you think Ceh will sit behind and? Learn? Okay, that's why that was a dumb question. Ceh isn't gonna sit. He's behind. not sitting behind anybody. He has. He's what did he score tonight? He had a good night. He had a hundred. 50 fucking yards a night. Let me see what the did actual... Did Lev even play? No, Lev didn't play, no. But I uh, I do believe it's going to be a 1-2 kind of, but it's going to be uh, heavy on the CEH side. He had 26 carries, 161 yards. Yeah, so I, I don't think... I think Lev Bell... And he had four catches. So I think Bell definitely cuts into his work because they're not going to sign him to not play him. But he's not going to be the main guy, and CEH isn't going to be the number two guy. That's that's impossible. I want to see what Andy Reid draws up with both of them in that backfield. They'll be playing, and did, did they run a fullback? They don't run a fullback. Yeah, so they'll have both of them in at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're uh, one, 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 two, but it's going to be... 60-40? Uh, it's going to be 65-35. Uh, 70-35? Uh, uh, Maybe 70-30. Yeah. But uh, he gets playing time, but he's not going to be the number one. There's no way in the hell he's number one. I think it does hurt CEH. It does. Though. Oh, it 100% hurts him. But there's no way he goes down to two, the number two guy. No. Zero chance of that. But it does definitely hurt his uh, his production. Because I don't think I don't think this is the Lev Bell of 2017 that we're talking about. Like, it, I understand that the Jets weren't good. They weren't a good team. But Lev wasn't that great either. So. Uh, maybe a new new place. He might be all right. I, I kind of thought the Dolphins were going to end up grabbing him, uh, which kind of would have been pretty cool. But I like Gaskin. He, he's been playing really well. So um, I'm okay with it. I love the culture that we're building over there in Miami. So, um, But, yeah, th- that's what we think on that, West. Um, next question from uh, my boy Daniel Poling. Uh, what do you think of the whole Dak situation? What do you think of Dalton and how he will be with them, with the Cowboys? We talked about it last week. We had a bunch of this. Qu- we had this question a bunch last week, um, and right now, Dalton's taking his shit. Arizona's 
playing good. So I didn't think that was gonna happen. I thought it was. Gonna, I knew it was gonna happen. It's Andy fucking Dalton. Andy Dalton was good with the shit Bengals. I thought he would I with this power surprised. offense. I thought he was gonna step in no and not gonna be a Super Bowl contender. No but way. they're no still gonna way. win that division. No, they're not. Yeah, who's gonna win it? I don't know, but they're just gonna. Tampa Bay has as good of a shot of winning that division as the fucking Giants do, and they're not even in the division. Yeah, I don't know. That <laughs> division's terrible. The Cowboys still win the division, probably. But Dalton, so he's good enough. To, you know, it. I I saw something earlier. He's like seventy and fifty and two as a starter, and he played. F- that's good. I know. I didn't. He know played that. for the Bengals. I didn't know that he had. He was a fantasy of- starter like three years ago. He was never. No, he was. I never. I never would have either, but he was. Red, so you guys are in good Dalton. hands. The Red Rocket. Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you guys are leading the 31 division. Thirty-one to three, baby. Two wins. Thirty-one to three. Can't even score a down point. Um, and then Stash Bleezy, my buddy uh, Jared, fins up. He's the one of the only other Dolphin fans I know that's actually. Yeah, all you guys about all it. suck each other off on Twitter. Let's uh, be fucking fans, bro. You're the one blowjobbing fucking Tampa every podcast. I haven't never talked to him about it much the last two weeks. Eh. You should. I what I wanted to. I wanted a whole segment <laughs> talking about how how bad the fucking Packers are, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I had that written down in my notes. I was literally a bunch of it. Uh, but he asks, since it's been the year of the rookie wide receivers, who are the top three wide receivers to target? Uh, most of them are already on teams, so. Uh, but I say Justin Jefferson, Higgins, and Higgins, CD, and CD. Except CD took a hit because CD did take a hit with. But Dalton. he has eleven points tonight so far. He has six catches for fifty-five yards, so he's still getting his targets. But uh, those are the three guys I would think that are the yeah, best. But none of those. Judy hasn't really played well. You can't find those guys. You can uh, find Higgins Ruggs, though. Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs is back. Yeah, he could find him probably. He's but Moss he still owned a bunch probably. But he's owned a bunch. T. Higgins surprisingly owned the least out of all these guys. That is crazy, and he's having one of the best. Better so as far teams. as targeting, that's the only one he could target without trades. Yeah, without trades, that'd be the only one you could target. And I don't know if he can because he's owned him almost fifty percent of leagues. So, but those three guys have been solid. Yeah, hopefully you you picked up one of those guys. But yeah, there's always decent wide res- rookie wide receivers. I think decent. that usually play every year. That but not many break around. a thousand yards. Yeah, you're right. Not many of them break a thousand yards. Yeah, like every year, there's maybe two rookie receivers that break a thousand, and that's sometimes doesn't even happen. Yeah, you're right. And this year it might not happen. I don't know. It might. Three might break it, but it might just be two. Maybe. Um, I think those are our questions. That's all we had on questions this week. Um, I have one thing to say. I forgot. I was going to say this. I told you last week before he, when he came to my house, I said, I'm going to start off the pod by saying this. Is that okay? I never fucking mentioned it, and I remembered it today. I watched, if you like our pod, and you oh, just yeah, like. I, did. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I completely say that. I said, I wrote it on the top of my notes, big ass words that I was going to say at first. But if you like our podcast, you like uh, talking gambling, you like sports, you like fantasy, you like podcasts, you like whatever like that. Uh, I watched this documentary that came out on HBO. Uh, it's now been two weeks. It's called Wild Card, The Downfall of a Radio Loudmouth. And it was one of the best uh, documentaries I've seen. It's just about uh, a, a guy that kind of just started off on the radio, worked around. He had the, Then he found out, ended up having the best radio uh, uh, sports show in the morning. And then he started getting in real big into gambling and got in trouble for fraud with gambling. So he ended up going to prison. And it's just a story about... Uh, podcasts, radios, and gambling. 
for tomorrow. And I I loved it. It's just right up the alley of this podcast of of just being a radio personality he was and then gambling. So I thought it was a real good watch. It's on HBO. Just came out, so I'd give that a watch. I remember this time <laughs> a week late, but at least I didn't forget. Um, but, but I think that's it, right, for the yeah, pod today. This it's gonna week. be all this week, and we're gonna catch us catch you guys next week. We'll be uh, recording in Vegas. So, and we also bought some new mics, so we can have we're gonna have uh, Nick and Mark join us next week. Hopefully, we're all uh, able to stand up and uh, record or sit down at least and record. <laughs> but it should be a fun pa- podcast and. Hopefully, yeah, uh, you guys will hear some new voices. Uh, kind of hear what they they think about um, going into fantasy weeks. Uh, what they think about going into their bets. I know they're big uh, gamblers, so uh, all that stuff is going to be super cool. You guys will hear some new voices, and then I think going forward we might start uh, looking if if some of you guys want to be on the pod. Reach yeah, out so to us. A few uh, guests. We'll, we'll have like a guest. Um, probably maybe every other pod or the next towards the end of the season and um kind of yeah i know a lot of you guys want to get on so uh, it'll be cool to start integrating that into our pods yeah definitely so reach out to us uh if you want to be on it we'd we'd love to to hear some more input um on from you guys um but yeah that's it for week six born losers podcast uh it was brought to you by lowrider beef jerky make sure you, you reach out to them um, get yourself some beef jerky. Promo code Born Losers. Don't forget to sound that and get Promo that five dollars off. Losers. And then get your five dollars off that twenty. It's a good deal. Uh, best beef jerky in Albuquerque. All right, man. We out. Appreciate you guys.